0: Today we continue our Unraveled series as we listen for how God meets us in those times when our lives or our world unravels around us. Today we hear a story about the Israelites from Exodus as they are wandering in the wilderness. Uh, Prior to this, they had been slaves under Pharaoh in Egypt, and then Moses had led them in the Exodus through the parting of the Red Sea. Only now they are wandering in the desert. And they are wondering where God is. They're tired and they're hungry and they just want to go home. Even in the midst of this difficult time, though, God hears them. And as we'll see in our story this morning, God provides for their needs. Let us listen to the word of God.
1: Our scripture today is from the book Exodus chapter 16, two and a half months after they left from Egypt, the Israelites, led by Moses and Aaron, who entered the wilderness of sin. In the wilderness, all of the Israelites complained and complained to Aaron and Moses, saying, if only we had just died by the hand of God in Egypt. There we had lots of food to eat and we could eat whenever we wanted to. You have brought us here, out here, and we are all going to die of hunger. God saw all of the complaining that the Israelites were doing and said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven down to you. Each day tell the Israelites to go gather each bread for the, that day. I will be testing them to see whether they follow my instructions or not. On the sixth day, they will prepare what they bring in, and that will be twice as much as all the other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you will know that it is God who brought you out of Egypt, and in the morning you will see the glory. Of God, God has heard all of your complaining towards Him. You know, you ha- really haven't been complaining about us. You've actually been complaining about God. In the evening, in the evening, quails came in, and it covered their camp. In the morning, there was a layer of drew all over the ground. Of their camp, when the layer of drew lifted, the Israelites saw a fine flasky, fine flasky substance on the ground that looked like frost. The Israelites looked at one another with confusion and said, "What is it?" Moses said, "It is the bread that God have given you to eat, and God has asked that you gather as much of it as." You need for a day, the Israelites began to gather the bread, but not all of them listened to Moses. Some gathered more than they needed, and some gathered less. When they want to, gathering those who gathered more had nothing left, and those who gathered a little, just as much as they needed. The Israelites called the bread manna. It was like cordon seed, white, and the taste of it was like wafers made from honey. The Israelites ate manna to sustain themselves in the wilderness for 40 years until they came to the border of the land of Canaan.
0: I meant to share earlier that today I'm speaking from the courtyard at the back of the church. Uh, It felt like the kind of day to be outside as we remember God feeding the Hebrew people and us in the midst of wilderness. So will you join me in prayer? Oh gracious God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the story of how you fed your people long ago. And we pray that you would feed us today open our eyes to the ways that you are all around us and the ways that you give us our daily bread. Amen. Well, I hope you've had a good few weeks, some time to enjoy this summer and the summer weather. Um, I had a chance to be away the last couple weeks, including camping on the Oregon coast, going some places that we had not been before, like Jesse Honeyman State Park in Florence and Humbug Mountain State Park in Port Orford. And we had a really great time until about the last day, when it was clear that we all just wanted to get home. It had been six days on the road, uh, no showers thanks to COVID and their closures at campgrounds, our snacks and supplies had dwindled to the last little bit. At our boys' request, we had had hot dogs for four of the five nights that we were gone. We were done with the hot dogs. And uh, there was sand everywhere in our car, our tents, our sleeping bags, and our bodies. And we really just wanted to get home. That was after six days. So you can imagine the Israelites after two and a half months, which is how long it's been when we find them in their story today. Unlike uh, my family, they didn't have time to pack a cooler or to grab their comfortable sleeping pads. They had to grab their unleavened bread and go. And now they have been in the desert, they have been wandering and they are tired and they are hungry. And they asked that question that my kids asked as soon as we got in the car on the last day, which is, are we there yet? And Moses and Aaron, like my spouse and I had to say, no, not yet. And so the Israelites, they begin to complain. Why have you brought us out here where there is no food? Can't we just go back to Egypt? Well, friends, we are four and a half months into coronavirus. And being in the wilderness is hard. There are many ways in which this time has felt like wilderness, because even though we are locked down in many ways in our homes, our homes don't feel familiar. We are far away from places that feel like home, our schools or our church. We are far away from those routines that are a home for us as well. And we are wondering, when are we gonna get back to normal, so to speak? Not only that, but we are two months into the protests since the murder of George Floyd. And many of us are waking up in new ways and more profound ways to the reality of the society in which we live. And there is wilderness. There is alienation from where we have been as we recognize the society that we've come from is not one we wanna go back to with its slavery of white supremacy. And so we are in that time of wilderness and we're tired and we're hungry and there's sand and we wanna know, are we there yet? We wanna know where the there is. But there is good news in our text for us this morning. Because just uh, as God saw those Israelites in the wilderness, God sees us. God saw them. God heard them. And God provided for what they need. God gave them that manna, that bread that they could go out and collect every morning, which they did. They were to get enough for each day. If they tried to get more, it would go bad. They were to get just what they needed. And so over the course, not just of six days or six months or six years, it was 40 years, it says God sustained them with that manner. Reminding them that God was with them, that God was holding them up, even if they didn't always know where they were going or how they were going to get. My hunch is that God is giving us the manna that we need each day. It looks different for all of us. For some of us, that daily bread, that manna, is in connections with people, maybe new people that we didn't know before or people that we've known and are getting to know in a new way. For some of us, that manna is um, coming in, new activities or practices, whether that's prayer or meditation or cooking. For others of us, that manna is coming as we educate ourselves in new ways, learn more about ourselves and our world. For others, that manna is coming as we um, participate in things beyond ourselves and uh, participate in new activities, whether that's protest or something creative. I know for me that manna has come in just some of the time I've had with my family. Not just in the last couple weeks, but even since lockdown began, more time with my kids. Mana has also come in time in nature as I've been able to turn off the news and just enjoy time in the woods and around these life forces that are so much bigger and more um, holistic and enfold me. There are also ways in which manna has come through reading and listening to words and stories that feed my soul even in those times when i turn on the news manna comes as i hear stories of hope or or, or um, see wonderful clips of john lewis and his legacy that becomes manna to keep me going and so a question that we want to invite all of you to think about is what's your manna? How is it that God is sustaining you in this time? And so to that end, Katie Diaz has created this awesome uh, sheet for us called What's Your Manna? And you can um, see it on your screen and download a copy as well. But we are asking everyone in the church, um, all of you, to take some time to either draw or write or paint or collage, whatever it is that's sustaining you in this time. And um, to create artwork that we are then gonna put together in a book and share with each other as kind of a scrapbook of our time in the wilderness. You can see there's a couple questions that we invite you to reflect upon uh, as you prepare. That is, how is God sustaining you in this time of pandemic? What's your manna or bread for the journey in this time? And what is feeding you or your spirit in this time? And why is it important to you? And so we invite you to think on these, create your artwork, and then a week by a week from today to scan and either scan or send a copy, a picture of it to Tammy Scott and her address is on the sheet. And then we'll collect them and be able to share them uh, as a congregation. We're really lucky that today we have two of our youth who have already uh, created their sheet and who are willing to share it with us. Uh, so now we're going to hear from Daniel and Margaret Fleming.
1: Hi, my name is Margaret, and I'm going into fifth grade. The day school started, I'm thinking about my brother Daniel. He's kind, loving, and and loving, and is very nice to me. And uh, uh, and he's always looking out for me. Show you a picture.
2: I have found my own mana during this time of pandemic in a few different things. And what I decided to draw in my square on my worksheet for this um is my journal that i write in and also my book of common prayer that i use my journal is just something that i can write prayers in or i can just write my thoughts and feelings in and it really has helped me to process my emotions during a time where um i've been kind of isolated and so that has been a really good thing for me and Writing my prayers really helps me a lot in my connection with God, and so um, I have found a lot of comfort in being able to kind of process out my thoughts, writing them that way, and also being able to look back at what I've been writing throughout the pandemic so far, and just to kind of see the different ways that I'm still growing, and I'm still um, experiencing good things in life, even though we're kind of in these times of uncertainty or in what feels like a wilderness but so journaling has been one of those really good things that sustained me it's been part of my bread for the journey um another thing that has been really helpful to me that i mentioned is um participating in book of common prayer prayers Um, i have my small pocket edition right here In this book, there are liturgical pre-written prayers that are for the morning, um, the mid-afternoon, like midday, and then also at night. And so I try to participate in at least one of those throughout my day, and it really helps to center me. We're in this time of a lot of uncertainty and um, having something be the same every day and having words of prayer that I can just rest in has been something that has just really got me through. Um, it's kind of been my anchor of consistency when everything else has just been so inconsistent and changing all the time. I know, especially a little earlier in the pandemic when um, my school moved online. Having my Book of Common Prayer in the morning was something that just got me ready to tackle my online classes and um, get through everything that was going on. So, yeah, the two things that have been my manna during this pandemic are my journal and my Book of Common Prayer.
0: Thank you so much, Margaret and Katie, for sharing your pictures and your stories of manna with us. We give thanks for brothers and journaling and prayer and for all the ways that God sustains us with daily bread. I encourage all of us now to think about what is your manna and to create your artwork and again, to email it to Tammy Scott by next Sunday. Friends, we give thanks for a God who meets us in our wilderness, who sees us, who knows us, who loves us, and who provides us with our daily bread. Amen.